Friends, fellows of all kinds and creeds, welcome back to Cerulea, our wild world of adventure under a multicoloured sky. I am Damien Ashcroft, your not-so-humble dungeon master. Joining me at the table today is Elizabeth Savage. I am Elizabeth Savage. Mitochondria is not Elizabeth Savage, and <laughs> she's a right bitch, but it doesn't matter because she's rich. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. We also have Carolina Furman. Hi, I play the dwarven cook, Mrs. Mogwalt. I'm very good at making pies and disciplining my children. Lovely. And finally, Ashley Bletchenden. Hello, I play Elsie, who is a halfling urchin with a pet mouse called Archibald. Squeak, squeak, squeak. I was just imagining this urchin in the bottom of the sea. <laughs> That's, coincidentally, <laughs> she does also look like an urchin in the sea. You've got very... Awesome hair. hair. Just really cool hair. (laughs) To recap you on the state of affairs as we approach the conclusion of this first chapter of the show. Last session saw the players get back together, having just survived a horrendous balloon crash. The servant of House Heartfire, Quincy the Kobold, has betrayed Mitochondria and tried to kill them all. Unfortunately, the only one who died in the crash was him and all of the house servants. That's what you get. And the players have come together in the wake of the crash and you guys went to sleep, which was nice. Peter Piper and Mugwort went back to the house of young Tobias Heartfire, new cleric of hearts and... Tobias Heartfire. Tobias Heartfire. Hang on, Tobias. Mugwort. Mugwort. Church of Hearts. House Heartfire. Yeah. There are too many names in my head. There are too many hearts. Too many heads in your name. (laughs) We also saw... Elsie and Mitochondria head back to the house Heartfire. Elsie took a nice night to actually sleep in a bed. It was very exciting. Yeah. Uh, We had an altercation with Mitochondria and her parents. Daddy was not at all impressed that she'd crashed the balloon and killed half of the house staff. Still maintain it was not my fault. Just because you didn't cause the problem doesn't mean you aren't responsible for it. (laughs) (laughs) Parents. You guys got back together at Mugwort's Pie Shop the next morning, strategized about what to do about this rogue brother of yours, Timothy, his supposed cabal of transformed rat men and violet god. You separated once more. We followed Mitochondria back to the great arena in the second day of the festival. The chariot races are on and she is attempting to sneak around with the Lord Thickboy, who, having denounced the rat attack uh, from the previous night as fake news, you are sort of trying to find out whether or not he's in on the action. And Mugwort and Elsie are off in the house of the Chartreuse Warlocks. They've gone off to the lake, found these green monks and gone to their house to have a look in the pool and find out their deepest desires and hope mm. to find the violet monk or a clue to their location. And that is where we are at this moment. Mrs. Mugwort, you have just stood from the pool, having seen this tremendous vision of the wondrous future that you and your family could hold being slowly taken away from you as the violet light crept across the pool. And uh, I believe it's Potititus, the gnomish monk, I say monk, like not in the D&D class, guys, Warlock, um, turns then to Elsie and goes, well, we've uh, seen her vision. Would you care to look, little girl, see what you might see? Okay. I mean, look as in put myself in the lake. No, no, I mean, look, I won't tell you what to do, 
but some guidance would be nice if you just kind of just look in there like okay. Mrs. Mugwort oh. and then and then you'll see what you see. Sure. Can you please give me a bit of a boost? Um. Yeah. Sure. She's also only like three and a half feet tall. Yes. Um. It's a very low pool, but yeah, she um. I'm, I'm a small person. Gives you a little bit of the and then when you lift a kid up who's like a bit too big for you to actually lift, but she's kind of like got you up by the under the arms, and you can see in the pool. <sighs> There's this lovely light green light rippling on the surface, playing on it, and slowly an image forms. Would you care to describe for us what is Elsie's true underlying desire? Everything is a wonderful orange colour, like like a warm fire that's encapsulating you, not in a burny burny way, but in a ah, nice and warm, cuddly way. Nice. Around me there's a a warm blanket and there's people around me and we're talking and we're chatting and oh we've got lovely food on the table and I feel so warm and comfortable and happy nice as you're watching this image again that warmth spreads through you you kind of feel this sense of home and hearth and family and belonging slowly uh, a little bit of a violet tinge creeps in on the edge of the vision and the light of the orange and the warmth becomes a little bit hotter you start to see from out of the windows more and more fire in the streets some cries and screams and smashing and sounds of chaos yes it goes from warmy warm to burny burn fast however even though it gets a little claustrophobic for you you find that your own skin does not actually burn soon the faces that you see around you start to crystallize you see underneath a violet hood Timothy Hartfire's face kind of grinning a little bit of a wild look in his eyes but not menacingly towards you you see other rats appearing at the dinner table you see the elf with the scar under her eyes this whole kind of crowd and as you sort of look at the table the food and drink becomes a little more gruesome you almost see like Lord Thickboy splayed out as the centrepiece of dinner as this zoomed out shot of essentially like this gruesome fucked up version of the last supper with timothy in the middle fucking thick boy on the table and the rat men surrounding him you find yourself on the edge and as you pick up a cup of wine and hold it up to be filled you look up and see the chained collared reginald Hartfire pouring your wine for you as the vision recedes into rippling water that was an experience. Um, you see, Ponytetus appears to have kind of seen what you were seeing. Goes, yeah, that was really intense. <sighs> we should really unpack this. Sure. Is there kind of some sort of upheaval or something okay. societally? I mean, that... there's some crazy shit going on in yeah, the city. That's. I mean, we don't want that. We don't want that at all. Well, it's one of the reasons we came here, because we wanted to solve it. Of course, of course. Um, But um, we didn't see what we needed in the pool. Oh, you need... We need to... What is that, Mrs. Mugboard? I think what we need is map coordinates. Oh, right. You need to find the guy. And, okay, let's tell you what. Let's go up to my office and let's get some spreadsheets together and just, we're going to collate all of this information. We're going to, like, go through everything. We're going to figure out all of the stuff you heard and kind of what's going on and get onto it. You've got a great pivot table? Yeah, of course, of course. All right, Hernia, Hernia, we've got a job to do. She (laughs) runs out of the room and leads you guys up back into the mansion. Hernia's been such a pain sometimes, (laughs) hasn't she? (laughs) 
let us slide over to the stadium. So, mitochondria, you're in this little, I'm call it a waiting room, locker room. This is sort of under ring of the stadium with all of these little private chambers off a central corridor. You're kind of listening through the wall as Thick Boy is having his group lap dance. The music comes to a finale. Great crescendo. Thick Boy's distinctive laugh. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. Signals that something, something has ended. Uh, very pleasantly. Um, there's a susurrus as people obviously leave the room and doors and people moving around and some chatting outside. A few seconds or maybe a minute or so later, there's you know a bit of kind of muttering from outside your door and the halfling kind of gives a bit of a knock and goes... Um, Miss, I have uh, your guest, and opens the door, and uh, this really lovely dragonborn lady in very well-draped, silk-draped sort of thing happening, just sort of saunters into the room. She's got little ankle bells on. Um, Wonderful job at describing fashion. Some tra- uh, <laughs> a thing with What do you silk? see? She's got the... <laughs> fr- uh, yeah. The silk around her body um, drapes like a Greek goddess. It's ooh, it's, a, it's a pale turquoise with, um, with a beaded trim. And gold accents. And yes. gold accents, yes. We can tell who's into fashion in this group. <laughs> she sashays in. Sashays. I've got the movement verbs at least. <laughs> and you see this halfling kind of gives you a bit of a hey, hey, and closes the door behind him. She kind of says... Hello, miss. I, uh, I am Gwyneth. She does a little curtsy. I, I, um, hi, uh, Gwyneth. Uh, you're, you're very pretty. Thank you, thank you. I, um, see, I am, I'm actually in a, in a bit of a quandary. Uh, oh. uh, Gwyneth, you're very pretty, but, um, see, I'm in a relationship right now, and, uh, See between you and me, I'm I'm quite I'm um can I can I can I can I bring you into my confidence just oh, a little? Of course, you can tell me anything. Oh, good. I'd like to go now. <laughs> <laughs> you mean you don't want to? Uh, yeah, you don't, don't want to spend some time. You don't want to uh, dance. Uh, you don't want to. Uh, to be uh, to be honest, um, look, uh, look, look, you're very pretty. Uh, you're not quite my type. I was kind of interested in thick boy more <laughs> than you. Um, okay. I want to ask you to make a charisma roll of some kind. <laughs> Whether it's a persuasion or deception. Uh, uh, I mean, hey. how much bullshit are you spinning? Like, it's not persuasion or deception honestly. at all. It's total honesty. Honesty. I'm more interested in of following course, you're more interested than in following I am in following boy. her. Okay, I love it. <laughs> it's pure honesty. It's pure honesty. <laughs> Is there an honesty check? There's an honesty <laughs> check. Well, let's just uh, I'll allow you to make a persuasion check just to sort of measure what she's going to react with. It's a natural 14 and with a charisma of 2, 16, 7, 16. Yep. Very nice. She goes, well, I, I think Thick Boy is quite satiated. Perhaps whatever you're looking for, I can help you find it. Uh, <clears throat> I, um, you're looking for a monk? I'm, I'm, I'm actually, um, have you... Uh, I'm quite um fond of your clothes. I was um, oh, really? have you have you have you ever noticed anyone wearing something violet? maybe of similar? I didn't say violet. Who'd said violet? I didn't say violet. Who'd said what? Make... What breaks? What? Why would you say violet? Do you want to make an insight check right now, please? 
Her deception is 14. All right. So if you can beat a 14, I'll let you roll initiative before she does what she's about to do to you. That doesn't sound promising. (laughs) Okay. 13, 14, 15. Fuck yeah. Okay, you've got 17 on the initiative. She reaches into her pouch and goes to throw something at you. See, you can never trust a woman in silk. And rolls a nat one. So you have the initiative. She has got mischief in her eyes and a hand in a little baggie by her waist. What would you like to do? Well, frankly, I'm going to spit in her face. Okay. Sorry, that was not correct accent. (laughs) I'm going to spit in her face. Spit in her face. Spit in her face with my breath weapon. means she needs to make a dexterity saving throw. Plus one. She rolls a five. I keep forgetting you have acid, so I just keep thinking it's like a dominance thing, like, boom! <laughs> <laughs> it possibly is as well. <laughs> cool, please roll damage. It's... Whoa! Four. Four. You spit off a bit of acid. It hits her face just at the edge. You notice as it hits her face the dragonic scales peel away and disappear as she such a shame. She was such a pretty girl. Spell. So you see this crescent-shaped scar underneath See, I knew, no one, I knew no one could be that pretty. We are gonna... I need an extra D8, please. As she casts the sleep spell on you. Uh, if I roll no. better than your hit points on these 5D8, you will be put to sleep. Mm. Hoppa! 24. <laughs> this psh, violet sparkly glitter dust hits you. You... <laughs> fall asleep. You're going to wake up someplace weird. (laughs) Yeah. We return to the house chartreuse. Mrs. Mugwort and Elsie are upstairs. There's this bustling office. You see out from under the first level, the clutter kind of organizes itself. There are many wondrous paintings on the wall in this house depicting various historic moments throughout the city. And Potititus is kind of going through all this stuff, trying to help you guys figure out where the Violet Monk is, what they want, Mm. what's going on. Oh, such lovely you spreadsheets you've got. I love them. Yes, we need to figure out where we was first seen and uh, what happened and all, all the things they said so that we can figure out where, well, what I, this move is going to be. I think I last saw him in the cistern. Is that cistern. correct, Mrs. Mugwort? Right. Yes. 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 A giant cistern. With the orb. I touched the orb. You touched the orb? You touched an orb? I touched the orb. What happened when you... Okay. That's another story. Didn't you you say that you broke something off from the machine as well? Me? Break? Yes, I did. (laughs) (laughs) She goes, oh, that's very exciting. We can figure out who built it. What's going on? Does it have a maker's mark on it? Stamped on the bottom? Do you have a book of orbs? A book of orbs. Well... I've got a big book of round things. It might be in there. Let's check. Okay, I got... Um, <laughs> I don't know why that was the page turning. Wheel. Uh, gnomish grenades. <laughs> We've got... Um, thick boy. Thick boy. <laughs> so check for a thick what about boy. a round pie? <laughs> we got pies, Mrs. Mugwood, of course. You're in here as well. Very, you're, just, you're such a pillar of society. The pie, not say. you. Okay. Um, because of your yeah, association with the pies. All right. Uh, what I'm going to ask is for you both, I guess, to make investigation checks. So this I is have a, plus one to investigation. It's a, an intelligence skill. 13. Nice. Uh, it's 13 with the plus one. 10 plus one, 11. 11. That's Good two maths. above 10. I'm going to see if Podititus can give you a hand. I mean, you've her up. She rolls in that one. Um, she's not Potitetus. <laughs> she's distracted by the book of round things. <laughs> she's not totally yeah, yeah got some round things. Thing. Oh, there's a whole chapter on the oh, moon Lord. I haven't read. <laughs> um, so, Jeez. let's lay out what you guys know, right? Mm. He attacked P. 
Peter Piper on the first night of the festival with a bunch of rat men took you back to the cistern. The big speech ended after rousing the people and promising to take out the upperclassmen who had trodden down and told everybody what was what, that they would unveil this big orb. He mentioned specifically the festival conclusion tomorrow and ending with a bang. So you think... I remembered all of it. All definitely. of that. Definitely remember that. This is all coming back. Well, I wouldn't remember the cistern stuff, so you're just telling this again. Yeah. What that kind of implies for you guys is that you know that the main events of the festival are happening in the stadium. The big sort of chariot race thing is happening all through the day and is usually supposed to end right on sundown. So right as the light changes in the sky, you so have the crowning today. of the champion. <laughs> yeah. And the final kind of daytime event of the festival before the general parties and spectacles of the evening continue. And we know that there are tunnels and things underneath the city, so it could be a literal bang, like Viva Vendetta style. You could definitely (laughs) get, you think, from the cistern to the stadium without being seen. We also know that Timothy is was in a relationship with Quincy. Oh, now, do we? Now, mitochondria My- had this little dream, but she didn't actually share uh, any of that poop. information okay. with you well, guys. Well, we know he's a weenie, Tim, um, Timothy. Because yeah. he's trying to threaten me and take he's my business meanie. from me. Yeah, no, weenie. Weener? No, As I in... meant weenie. He is not worthy of the word weener. He is a weenie. Basically, he's um, a bit of a jerk. Is that what you're trying to say? And we know yeah. that he doesn't want his identity to be revealed because when he was attacking Peter Piper, yes. he pretended that he didn't know mitochondria. Yes. And if he was really a man of the people and trying to make this a better place... He would be more upfront about what he's doing. Mm. So I think this is a property grab or some kind of <laughs> land thing. Mrs. Bucky's exploding stuff so he can buy out property. I've remembered something. On the first day of the festival, well, don't think ill of me, but I, I did a bad thing. I put something in your till. What did you put in my till? I didn't understand it. It was a, a book, and um, the violet monk offered me ten coins, and you know I need food, so I did it. I'm sorry. Okay, is this the till at my shop or the till at the marketplace? Great question. Um, <laughs> it was at the marketplace. The marketplace. <laughs> right. Okay. Can I turn to Poditas and like pull yeah. her away from the book of round things? Okay. Sorry. And be like, hey, There's so many we... cool round things out there. No, I understand. Have you ever seen the round eagle? Poditas, like... focus. Okay. Sorry. Focus. <laughs> um, can you, do you have any sort of uh, like lower ranking monks that you can send as a messenger to a certain place? Possibly. I mean, um, we could send uh, we could send a pigeon. Okay. I could can do you, that. I'm a could, gnome. Could we send a pigeon to my shop? Oh, yeah. And to my store at the marketplace asking my children to have a look in the till for any unwanted books, uh, books <laughs> or sure, anything? Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, that's no problem. Any you unusual ephemera. You're an unwanted book. Yes. Forbidden. I, Forbidden. I hope Mrs. Mugbot, you won't know. Hold that against me, you know. I I have to do what I have to do to survive in this cruel, cruel world. I'm gonna give Elsie the cold shoulder for the next 45 minutes. (laughs) I love how you calculate that. (laughs) Very calculated. Um, tell you what, Mrs. Mugwort, can you please make just another intelligence check? Cold Um, shoulder check, just to check. 
kind of what you remember from um, the day of the so first day. So that's a 13 plus one, 14. You remember the first day, there was a whole confusion with the rat. Elsie tells you she put this little palm book into your till. And you did, of course, you sort of were looking over things and checking stuff while Abigail was checking the books. And it's enough for that you, now that you're thinking about it, now that she's describing it, you notice that you did notice the book. It is, in fact, one of your books. Let's say you've got several account kind of books. You've got something that you're a big ledger that you keep your main numbers in every month and some smaller books where you keep minor transactions and notes about things. And the book she describes to you is actually a book that you would normally have. You probably didn't bring it on festival day. You probably left it at home. But it actually it makes sense that why you didn't notice it or why your kids didn't notice it to be a a whole book that's been added all of a sudden was that it's a copy of a book that you would have and the fact that it showed up out of nowhere people just kind of went oh I guess we did bring that book today yeah some sort of forgery or copy that they've switched out so and this is as Mugwort yeah he probably put the book in my till to make it look like I was cheating on my taxes so he can take my shop away from me. Can I roll to see if where my shop is is particularly special? Because I think we established that it was being slowly gentrified. Please, sure, make a roll. I'll even let you use your like dwarven stone cunning to give you advantage. I got a one to check the geography. You can uh, so, roll twice and pick advantage. the highest. Yeah, a seventeen and. What do I get for my stone cutting? Intelligence or wisdom? Because um, if it's wisdom, it's plus three. Theoretically, like it could be an insight check. You're trying to like interpret all this information that you've got and figure out what is at the root of this. Well, I've got plus five to insight. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so 17 plus five? 22. Thank 23? You. 22. You're like, honestly, it's a nice shop. It's got access to the sewer being in the lower city you know there's a lot of kind of drainage it's a lot of the undercity in that lower part is mostly sort of drainage and small trade passageways the kind of important underground stuff is in the middle rings so you're not exactly sure what's going on in terms of the shop specifically doesn't ring out as the thing Mm. that he wants control over i feel like this is part of a long-term plan so i feel like this is just my interpretation but what it feels like is happening is timothy's not happy with his place in life he's being um presumably because of his position he's being pushed to have a certain rank do certain things he probably doesn't like that and it feels like there's a there's a long-term plan there's a short-term plan so the short-term plan is establish yourself as some kind of revolutionary get some rat men somehow which feels complicated and then blow up part of the city, blame the rat men and that kind of people, particularly if Lord Thickboy thinks it's all fake news, then have them as the set-in scapegoat, particularly if they are, they are the poorer people of the city. So it'd be easy to be like, oh, well, they just, they're just shitty because they're poor. And then buy out the land now that it's cheaper and then take over his family. Because did I, did Elsie tell me what she saw in her vision? Yes, I told you all. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so it, this feels like, like a, a, my instinct is that this is a, a, a long-term plan to build his own property empire or something. Nice. It'd be real funny if like this is this whole like five minutes of me being like, I think I it's think this. I mean, it's such a good plan. I want you it to think be so true. little of my family. Don't I think Timothy. so little of Timothy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'll carry on from your 22 insight because that's a hell of a cool check. You sort of flash back to when he was threatening you about the tax stuff in the very first 
time you met him, aka in the show, when he mentioned your son Archie working in the tax office and how if you wouldn't cooperate in this moment, he might potentially cause problems for your kid, right? It was like, if it's not your fault, perhaps it's his fault and somebody's, you know, doing the numbers wrong. And you sort of think, okay, hang on. You've got kids, 40 kids throughout the city. They're all adults. They've all got jobs in various different places. Well, You've got kids who are armed. established that Abigail still kind of You've a child. You've got kids who are engineers. You've got kids who are training to be lawyers, who are priests, who work on the docks, who work on the rails. If you have leverage on Mrs. Mugwort, any one of those kids, her being such a lovely mother, would do anything to protect her. You didn't know that you were the lead of a gang across the city, did you? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I did and I didn't. <laughs> it's like a I mean, that bunch, was that was but... like my whole thing, but also like I didn't factor in that if I have this level of control, if someone else has control over me, then they have my Surprise, power. Surprise! Organized yeah. crime. It's like <laughs> a really violent version of fantasy Brady Bunch. <laughs> Okay, well, uh, can I be Marsha? <laughs> no, actually, I like the Marcia, little Marsha, I like Marcia. the little one with the hair, tiny little hair. Um, yeah, I think, and this is like, I think we're going to have to murder Timothy. <laughs> like, I don't say that to anyone. I just think. But I, we're going to have to do it in a way where it looks either unavoidable or like an accident. Because I don't really want to have like a, a blood feud with mitochondria. Yeah. Okay. Just to capstone this, you know, based on what you guys have talked about and the information Elsie's brought back from mitochondria and Podytetus and the gnomes kind of going through their records and figuring stuff out, you know, you could figure out where the cistern is and get there and check it out, right? That's something you could do. I assume, Elsie, you also probably talk about the tavern, right? We talked about a dive bar that potentially some of the servants and maybe Timothy would hang out at it's almost like on the other side of the city from where you guys are but it's a place where maybe there's some scum and villainy going on and you could squeeze someone for information that was the slumlord's tavern the slumlord's tavern and you have a feeling like sundown at the stadium is a time where shit could go down how many hours is it until sundown? Um, at this point, it was only closing on midday when you guys left the shop and it was a pretty quick ride to get here. So it is perhaps only just after lunch, just on like one o'clock. You've got... Does this world good, have daylight savings? Um, yes. It's, there's no... Well, daylight's a weird thing because there's no sun. But I figured, why bother with celestial events at all it's just crazy oh, so, colors so in the sky the, uh, the somehow chapter, it's just light the and then in the book on dark. round things the moon is completely fictional oh yeah it's it's an ancient legend the, the language exists like but the, the thing doesn't <laughs> <laughs> it's a legend <laughs> like what just like your ass oh sick so you have like five or six hours you could definitely check out you're probably not quite very quick to get around mugwort but elsie is actually you're an older lady and dwarves don't have the best movement speed to begin with. Um, but Elsie is actually, because of her special urchin ability, can move twice as fast through the city as normal people. So she can actually cover some ground when don't let loose. really want to split up from her, though, because... Do you think I'm a child? I'm strong. I can do things. Hard things. Yeah, but I don't know how to get to the cistern, so I'd need your help to get there. And I don't feel comfortable sending a child to a dive bar. I'm not a child. I'm a young adult. How old are you? Age is relevant. <laughs> Age and experience are not the same. How old are you, Mrs. Marquardt? Old enough. Oh, not too old. You're not too old to put over my knee. <laughs> Shade. This is the point where you bring the metagame in and you go, I'm the same level as you are. <laughs> yeah, we're both second level here. And I realise it hasn't been 45 minutes, so I start ignoring her again. 
What do you go to first? I reckon we should go with the cistern. Yeah, based on where you guys first. are, because you're on the west side, you would have to go essentially past where the cistern is in order to get to the dive bar anyway. Yeah, and I'm going to be honest, I don't think that Timothy's going to be there like a couple of hours from his big plan. He's probably going to be prepping. He's not necessarily going to be having a like a sneaky pint. Yeah. What do you reckon, Elsie? Cistern? Oh. Yes, let's stand it up, sister. You want to go? <laughs> We're going to the toilet. <laughs> That's how I view it. A giant toilet with a round orb. orb. The toilet okay. is also in the book of round things. <laughs> Check out this adventure in the toilet. I, think, I want to make this book now. <laughs> yeah. I think we have to. Uh. It's a special collector's item for fans of the show. Okay, yeah, cool. I reckon we should go to the cistern. Is there any other information we can get from the monks about, like, monk? Monk stuff? Like, yeah, so like weaknesses. They tell you enough to know that the warlocks in general worship and draw their powers from these lower gods, as they would be called by the people who worship the upper gods, of course. And they have all sorts of individual kind of eccentricities and interests. The chartreuse god, Polar, the spirit bound in the lake, is sometimes called the seeker. And they are generally just interested in kind of new and exciting things. The monks are a little bit intense, but generally positive. Like they're all for like bringing people together and... They've got good vibes. They've got good vibes. Um, the monks on the east side worship the orange god, sometimes called the jester or fey. And they're a little bit more sardonic and just kind of fuck y'all, do whatever. So they're not into as much community building, but they're also not like actively destructive force. They tell you that the Violet God, and this reflects what Peter Piper mentioned to you, Elsie, as you guys were running away from the cistern, is often called the Outlaw and is honestly a force of destruction. Sometimes there's a legend of them being called the Drowned Rat as a sort of under-earth. They're really like... What colour is this one, sorry? The Violet. Violet, This is Timothy's... What what we're assuming is Timothy's arcane patron. This person... And this particular god, like this... The Violet Order has been like actively outlawed by the city because they're so into fucking shit up. It would be funny if he wasn't actually aligned to that god at all, and it just Violet just made his eyes pop. It just happens to <laughs> like purple. Yeah, it's just, it just happens uh. to be his favorite color. Cool. Uh, so you guys have this information. You sort of have your plan. Uh, Prodytetus is like, oh wow, this is. I mean, this is really cool. This is really exciting. I hope you guys do what what you need to do. I'll make sure Hernia gets you back, and and you'll be you'll be on your way. Beautiful. Thank Smooth you. Smooth sail- sailing once she's gone, right? Yes. And you you know what? You guys come back anytime. Uh, if you need to ask us any questions or find stuff out, Hernia is actually running for city council, so I'm sure he'd be like really. Really keen to talk to you anytime. Can I just ask? Yeah. You have a book of round things? Yeah. Do you have a book of square things? Of course, of course, of course. You run straight over the bookshop <laughs> gets the book of square things out. We got uh, boxes and uh, chairs. A lot of the, some of the houses are square. Like our, our house is kind of square. Ten um, months later. <laughs> yeah. Several years later. Now, the book of triangle things is the rare, gets really interesting. We've left. <laughs> and um, hexagons. <laughs> Don't even get me started on hexagons. Wait, there's three dimensions we've got ah! more this is a book of dodecahedrons <laughs> it's mostly dice dodecahedron dodecahedron it's a cool word i really like these these I guys like saying it i like saying dodecahedron 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 
Fuck yeah. Uh, huh. Sleep only lasts one minute. <laughs> so you Shit, just had this wild power <laughs> It's not. I was hoping it would like last for an hour and then have time to like move your body. So, okay. Let's figure out what's going on. So you get put to sleep by this mysterious shape changer. Um, in one minute, make a luck check for me, mitochondria, to just see how far along getting you somewhere safe and tied up they get before a minute rolls down. So a luck check is just a d20 roll, just purely to see. 12. Okay, so you wake up and you're being sort of dragged into this room. You feel two hands on either of your arms. You feel your arms are behind your back and tied. So you're bound, but only just by the wrists and you're being dragged along a stone floor. Ow. Yeah. Ow. And you sort of, as you... Eyes Ow. open, you notice you're still underground, you feel like you're still inside the Colosseum. I'm being dragged by my work. You look up and notice two town guards, essentially like Colosseum guards. One of them's an orc, the other one is an elf, and they're just sliding you along. And by you can, my legs? They've got you basically by the forearms, okay. and, you're being, and, the, and your legs are dragging on the floor. Okay. Did you bring your Warhammer with you? Uh, I think we established that you had Warhammer. Uh, you definitely way. keep your Warhammer on you. In right a pocket? now, it's not, <laughs> it's on, not your on me. Person. Yeah. So I'd like to take can, an opportunity to yeah. intimidate them. Like what? What do you think you do? Do you know who my family is? Who do you think you are? And that was a nineteen naturally. Oh, That's okay. 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. Thank you very much. Um, twenty three. You sort of. Make enough of a ruckus and that they drop you and recoil slightly. This soft voice and gentle tinkling sachet from behind you as this woman says, Oh, get her up. What is she doing? Don't. She's tied up. Guys, fucking focus. And you turn around and see this elderly elven lady in belly dancers silks, no longer quite fitting to the form. And slightly acid damaged, <laughs> carrying your warhammer. All right, I am going to barrel roll and headbutt this old woman in the stomach if I can to try oh, and get yeah. my warhammer back. Okay, um, this is just a straight opposed athletics check. Is a natural seven, eight, nine, ten, and eleven. Eleven is just enough. She only got a ten. Nice. You just get up, fucking charge, headbutt her, and she gets in the ah! and falls over, drops the hammer. Let's roll some initiative. <laughs> It's a 17. Nice. So 18 with, an, with my yeah. plus one. Um, she's down on initiative, but one of the guards is ahead of you. He is going to attempt to regain control of your personage. Please make another athletics check against him. Ooh. 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. Not quite. He got a nat quite. 20 and manages to basically get around and get a hand over your mouth as well. Uh, however, you are next to act. You can use your athletics check to attempt to to use your action to kind of shake him off and regain control of yourself. Question. Or other things. Yes. Do my kind have teeth? They do have teeth. It doesn't give you like a bite attack, but you can bite as uh, like an improvised weapon. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I want to bite his hand. No one puts uh, their hand around my precious cool. mouth. Cool. Uh, make an attack roll with disadvantage, please. I'll let you use your normal melee attack roll stats. 
22. Hell yeah. So improvised weapons always do a single point of damage plus your strength modifier. Maybe I should have licked him instead. Um, well, what's a strength modifier, right? That's <laughs> right. Five points of damage is not insubstantial. You Fair. bite this guy's finger off. Good. Um, oh, fuck. That was my pointing finger. <laughs> He's now shouting. There's lots of shouting. It's all very bad. The I look him straight <laughs> in the <laughs> eye <laughs> and <laughs> swallow the damn oh. finger. That's right, bitches. Second guard is going Tasty. to jump in to the mix. You're sort of like restrained. He's going to sort of make to like get a bag over your head and try and stop this from going on. It's like, get out of the bag. Make another athletics check. This time you're trying to beat a 17. 16 plus 4. <gasps> nice. You shake him off. You get a fucking... Get off me. Leg right in the solar plexus and he goes reeling this mug. Now, the funny thing about the sleep spell is that it affects a number of hit points and always the person with the lowest hit points gets affected first. Both of these guards have less hit points than you. I'm just trying to say, if she casts this spell on you, then there's a risk she puts the guard to sleep and you don't get put to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and it's slightly awkward. Um, tell you what, she said says instead in this milky voice that rings in your ears and sends a shiver down your spine. Come now, dear, there's no need to fight. Just follow us. Please make a wisdom saving throw as she attempts to enchant you. That's a nat 20. Oh, you don't have to follow her instructions. <laughs> That's right. Uh, <laughs> I've known better. Uh, Counter argument, get fucked. <laughs> fuck. So that's end of the round. We're going to make another roll now at the end of the initiative to see who notices the commotion and whether or not there's somebody you want to notice the commotion. <laughs> okay. Whether or not more guards show up who are on your side or on their side. So let's make it an even score. Roll a D6 for me. On a one or a two, nobody shows up. On a three or a four, they get reinforcements. On a five or a six, you get reinforcements. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. Six! I got to six! There's a shout from down the corridor going, what's going on down there? And chink, 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 chink. Help me! Help me! Your your families, your royal families. I'm okay, I'm not royal, but come and help me, you fools. Um, A dragonborn guard arrives at the foot of the stair and goes, Miss Hotva, I'll save you! The biggest reward possible to the person who finds my warhammer and gives it to me. Um, You notice that the elven lady is holding it. It's dropped at your feet. Excellent. Never mind. You don't get the reward. <laughs> He's like, I fe- oh, oh, the shit. reward goes to me. The reward goes to me. <laughs> but I Good said job he was me. right there. Uh, he rolls the lowest initiative. Uh, of the whole group, so he's going to go after everyone else he gets to go again. can't buy good help these days. Um, the first guard whose finger you have currently ingested Wallow is was delicious. Uh, <laughs> up. He's not happy about what's going on. And he can't um, spell even slots. point the middle digit. He can't even you. point the middle digit. A bit off the middle one is... <laughs> yeah, well, you know, like whatever you can get in your mouth. Yeah. Uh, what the fuck's he going to do? He's just going to try to... Um, fuck, I'm going to make a wisdom saving throw to see if he... No, he's not into it. He fucking bolts. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, fuck, we're made. Get out of (laughs) here. Cheese it. (laughs) Um, That makes it your turn. Mitochondria. And stay out. (laughs) Um, So you've got one one more guard who you've kicked away. The warhammer is at your feet, but your hands are tied behind your back. How flexible am I? Like, you could pick it up, but you wouldn't be able to swing it unless you break the bindings. Oh, no, I'm looking to move my hands underneath my ass. 
and wiggle them to my front. You are absolutely not that. Not in chainmail armor without a 13 okay, dexterity. <laughs> um, you can, however, try to just break the bindings. You're strong as fuck. Well, yeah, I could do that too, you could just I do guess. the Hercules thing. If you can get a DC 12 strength check, they did not tie these bindings very tightly. So if you can well, get I did tw- think I was going to be unconscious yeah. at the time. Um, if you can roll better than a 12 on a pure strength roll. 19. Thank you very much. Plus four. (laughs) Cool. You can, yeah. I'm going to sledgehammer this guy's head. Uh, I'll say it's your action to break out. Yep. And therefore, the attack action is not available right now. No worries. But if you want to hold your ground, then... I'm definitely holding my ground. That's what you're doing. Cool. The guard who's running away continues to run. Wait, where's the old bitch? She is also behind you. Okay. She's in between you and your reinforcement right now. Okay. The guy who's running away is running in the direction that you were being taken. Okay, yep. And he is a full dash Mm -hmm. down the corridor and, like, at a door. Irrelevant. Don't need him. He's gone. Yep. The guy who you are wrestling with is still, like, next to you. Yep. And... And the old lady is further away from me on the other side of the hallway. He's only, like, five or ten feet behind you. Gotcha. And then your guard is another action of movement, say, 30 feet. Away from him. Away from her. Yep. Gotcha. At the other end, sort of towards the main arena. Yep, no worries. All right. I'm, yep, use that action to get out of my bindings and. You've got your one. You can pick that up and ready to sort of hold the corridor so you would get an attack of opportunity if she rise, tries to run past yep. you, which is what they're both going to do. Excellent. Um, who are you going to attack? The old lady. The old lady. Make an attack roll, please. They both dash past you. 17. Hey, that'll definitely hit. Donkashin. That is a 9, thank you. What? 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. Whoa, Ooh. dude. So. I'm cranky. Yeah. Um, Let's see. The second level warlock has 12 hit points if they don't have a positive constitution <laughs> score, which she does not. She tries to run so past good. you. You fucking clothesline her with your warhammer <laughs> and she drops. Hey. Unconscious. Don't mess with Just the Just doing the washing. Fires. Yeah. You thought I'd be dragged away unconscious. Oh, the turn <laughs> <laughs> This uh, dragonborn runs like, kung, kung, kung. It's like, oh, Miss Hotfire. Puts his fist on his chest. Uh, I came as soon as I heard. Yeah, you've been right useful, haven't you? Well, I came. I am at your service. Do you know the smegheads that just ran away? They're in uniform. I don't understand why you were being taken by... Who is this? We'll pick up her face and have a look, shall we? Does she have a face anymore? Old lady, shall I? I Does she have a face anymore? Yes, she does. (laughs) The face that she was wearing is the face that she's still wearing. Excellent. And Um, it's not smooshed enough that we wouldn't recognize it. Good. This guy's kind of off waiting for your lead as to whether he should pursue the one guy still running or hold with you and wait for more. Go chase a smeghead. Right on, miss! He fucking chung, 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 chung. Is he making that noise with his mouth? Yeah. Chung, 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 chung. I'm running I feel like we should introduce that in general. Just general. <laughs> chung, 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 chung. What's a walking when sound? Away? When you're walking, what do you say? Doop, 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 doop. Yeah. Doop, if you're sashaying, doop, though, doop. you go, shush, 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 shush. Sashay. Soon, yet more guards kind of approach the area and go, well, what's going on here? So, yes, uh, there's this is old elf Pick lady. her up and put her into their custody. Cool. Custody. Um, Lock her up. I'm going to question her when I'm good and ready. Right. Uh, we will use the... Uh yeah, we'll use one of the lower locker rooms. Make it an uncomfortable one. That's right. He takes it back to the same locker room that you <laughs> met her in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was awkward. Yeah. It's like, it smells weird in the one next door. I would just... Ew. <laughs> Musty. Damien. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is an 18 plus show. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's just like, you know, saffron and sweat. 
Um, cool. They were eating cheese in there. <laughs> he was definitely so. eating while it was going on. <laughs> um, I keep thinking about Lord Thickboy as a sexual being, and it's kind of weirding me out. <laughs> um, okay. All right, well, if she's in custody and she's yeah. ready to be questioned at my will, then I'm going to chase after. Okay. You return to the corridors. So the stadium kind of has a very sort of Romanesque kind of thing. There's the big open area in the middle, which is currently being turned into a hippodrome. There are massive stands, big boxes on the top, and there are sort of inner infrastructure all the way down. And then underneath the main pit, there's even like another room and areas radiating off of that. So right now you guys are already sort of essentially like directly below the stands by like a couple of floors. Okay. And you sort of notice he was heading in the sort of central stadium direction. Mm Mm-hmm. I keep running. Cool. Let us cut back to the other two. We're going to the sister. Going to the sister. And we're gonna get married. Okay. Or killed. <laughs> <laughs> right on. How are you approaching? So you guys sort of have enough information we're that you can figure out how to get there. Are you trying to um, be very sneaky? Can I not? roll to see if I have any children who work at the sewerage works? You definitely do because I said that you did. Oh. Um, however, you. I'm going to check... There's so many of them. It's hard to keep track. There's a question of where are they? What are they doing? Can I get to them? Are they in a convenient place? Uh, are they in or a is it his, Or place? is it her day off? And or? Yeah, it is a holiday. So, yes, Simone works in sanitation. I've got... It's good to know. Yeah, make a straight D20 roll to sort of figure out just how convenient. 13. 13 on the die. I've been rolling a lot of 13s today. Yeah, she's definitely not in the way. You reckon it's their day off, mm-hmm. but they're probably at the games. Simone's really into the chariot racing, so you reckon she's definitely at the tournament. Well, it's good to know that she's there, but I don't think it's worthwhile going and seeking her out now. Also, because my theory of they're planning to explode stuff, if we get to the thing, if we discover there's a problem, then we can go get her and be like, do a sewage planty things and fix this. So yeah. I think we should just keep going. For sure. But keep in mind that I have a child on standby. <laughs> cool. I'm going to ask you guys then both to make stealth checks to actually get to where you're going <laughs> a four. without Wait, drawing extra. suspicion. This is my one. Why are you looking at oh, my sorry. one? Oh, sorry. It's because um, you pulled it over to me, so I got distracted. Uh, four plus five. <laughs> I was like, that no, looks like a lot of stealth for me. An unusual amount of stealth. Um, you I got have good stealth. I got, no, I got plus one. Uh, I got an 18 plus one, so 19. Hell yeah. <laughs> so I'm, just, I'm just like flying, flinging my body around, being like, hi guys, I'm Essie. What did you get? Have you seen an orb? Four have you seen five. an orb? I touched the orb. So she got a nine and you got a 19. Okay, can I like... <laughs> put me in a corner so I can Yeah, stop. I'm just going to like like put my like hand around you and be like, put oh, quiet child. Like, yeah. like, quiet child. Basically, you guys are trying to get through the Undercity or into the Undercity and into these side passages and you notice there's basically a guard right in your way. He's like checking the way that you need to go to get to sort of the, the sewer lines that get you to where you're trying to go. And they're just sort of like watching, sees you coming down the corridor. It is... Oh, okay. He's just we standing in front of the door, basically. Okay. There's a guard in your way. Hello, Mr. Guard. Nice to see you. Having a nice Tuesday right or on. Wednesday, whatever day it is. Whatever. It doesn't matter. It's a, it's yes. a good festival day. Sort of Aye. Are you, do you like going to the uh, festivals? I, yes, do very much that. He's a sort of greenish dragonborn oh, gentleman. It's um, been my, it's been my, um, uh, Elsie is trying to deceive the guard here. It's been my mother's dream to go this way this is my mother and i said i would take her can you please let us pass it's your mother's 
I Drink don't to go underneath the sewers. Yeah, I don't. She loves good plumbing. I don't have right. much longer in this world. Yeah, and I just really there's this special kind of mushroom that goes inside the walls. You know what I'm talking about. <clears throat> and I just it's very important. It would really help with uh, the pain that I'm in. Much pain. Much pain. Um. Okay. Um. I'll tell you what. Here's the thing. It's obvious enough physiologically that halflings and dwarves. She's adopted. Oh, damn. I was going to say, I gave you disadvantage to Don't cancel Don't you that. judge my family. Um, she's adopted. I take in all sorts. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, just make a flat deception check then, please. I'll see. What, what type of check is it? Uh, this is a charisma deception roll. I need you to hit at least a 15. Plus four. Oh, I have 15. Ah! Exactly 15. <laughs> exactly 15. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, He's like real on the fence. Not long is that... Uh, I mean, I know, yeah, you dwarves really like the... The undersea. A single tear rolls down his yeah, face. Yeah, my mother, she really liked boats, you know. Yeah. Boats are lovely. I'm she sure died. your mother was lovely died too. Died just last month, actually. Um, oh no! Can I like give him a hug? Yeah, oh yeah, that's great. <laughs> Roll to hug. Roll to hug. <laughs> Don't fuck it up. Can I kiss him it's on a, the? It's a ten. Ten is passable. Can I give him a kiss on the cheek, like? Cute oh, little child. You just want to like jump up on Mugwort's shoulders. Yeah. He's like. Can I roll for <laughs> he's, kiss? He's kiss. I just that's what I wanted to do. <laughs> roll for kiss. Jump on it. Three. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, he's got some She's boundary issues. Um, Doesn't want to kiss. <laughs> yeah. Also, the fact that you only come up to his hip just like, is slightly oh, awkward to get yeah. up because he's not. Uh, he's like, about what are you six doing, child? Tall. Get down. <laughs> Come on, no, that's not uh, necessary. Uh, I'll uh, make it work later. Uh, I mean, sure. Uh, you know what? Uh, tell you what, I'll. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, th- I'll show you around, all right? I'll make, I'll, I wouldn't want you ladies to uh, get lost or get, uh, you know, so, right, let's tour of the sewer, right? Uh, what a way to spend your festival day, I guess. Yeah, tell you what, I'm, he opens the gate. I'm going to pretend to be as like, infirm and, like, annoying as humanly possible. <laughs> so he wants to go away. I'm like, oh, I can't walk that fast. Yeah. I can't walk that far. So, I can't walk that yeah, far. Did you and see it's the like, Unfortunately, like, the more infirm you really act, the more obliged he feels to take ah, care of no. I was hoping you'd fuck <laughs> off. Um, you should have stuck with the annoying angle. <laughs> no, but I'm being, like, annoying with the infirmity. Yeah, right. Uh, tell you what, make a persuasion check. You've got your expertise in that now. See if you can get Plus him to piss three. off after a couple of hundred metres. Gooey. Also a 15. Uh, nine plus three. Not going to cut it Can out. Can I have he's a go? Far too, he's far too obliged to <sighs> chaperone made... you. This is a dangerous area. You've got, like, watch your step. There's water everywhere. You Shouldn't know, if you slip and fell and broke your hip, like, my mother would be so angry if I let an old lady come down here and fucking break her bones. Like, it would just it would just not be done. Can I Can, I, can done. I? do the same thing? Can I do um, one of those roles? You, you cannot. Mrs. Mugwort has already oh. tried and failed. Um, you guys can't just... Gang up on skill checks and roll until you pass. Right? <laughs> what a stupid game! <laughs> you are. Um, Why will you let us cheat, Demo? I don't know. What the, like, I don't know what the rules are. I'm so, just like, let me roll. I'll tell you what, Mrs. Mugwort, Alec, okay. either of you make an insight check just to sort of figure out what what this guy's deal is and what you reckon you could get away with. Can I, I mean, either of you can make this. Yeah. What have you got insight? I've got plus five. Oh, okay, you can do it. Take that back. Four. <laughs> So nine. He, yeah. You know he's a guard and he likes his mum and that he seems That's to be playing by the rules. <sighs> okay, so, so we've got we've got the only honest guard in the city, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> That's it. Can I ask him what his name is? Uh, Dragonborn Guard, Green. Oh his name. Oh he told he told me his name just before. Oh yeah? His name is Tactics. 
Tactics. <laughs> I mean, no. I liked Tactics. <laughs> tactics is good. Oh, Tactics. <laughs> so we say We're naming tactics. things from the room. Um, oh. Cool. Tactics. Right, tactics. It's an ancient Dragonborn name. It's, you know, can I, can it's very park proud. Tactics. Well, okay, so it's Tactics. You, you overput an H the A, right? Tactics. Tactics. Um. So you're you're a Dragonborn. Are you are you one of one of the the more oh, no, no. well-known yeah, families? Just, uh, I grew up in the, in the middle city, you know, I just wanted to, you know, do me part, work for the guards for mm, five, six years now, you know, it's a good life. So do, fade. do you normally uh, guard the, the sewer system? Or? Yeah, you know, you were always posted on the ways in and out, you know, we got to protect the, uh, make sure people don't go wandering. I mean, it's cool that you want to see, but of course you can't just let people go on everywhere and muck up the, muck up the works. And, you know, oh, that people would, get in, but... That would be stop. terrible. Have you seen any, any, any odd people coming through? Weird people in, uh, in purple cloaks? <laughs> Just, just, just say just generally. Perhaps. Oh, you know, uh, people that look right. You're not like. talking about that violet monk now, are you? Oh, you know how he's it is. been in the news, and you, he's this like kind of crazy character. He's like real. I mean, we've we've been looking for him. You know, he's a bit of a. I think he's a bit of a wanker, really. Oh, I I haven't met him, but I absolutely. Agree. <laughs> you know, it's just like. It's we just, just read it on the newspaper, didn't we, Mrs. Mugwort? Wink, nudge, come. Huh? I, I thought I mean, I that, that, that Lord Sir Mr. Thickboy yeah. said right. that it was fake news. Oh, I mean, the rat thing was, was the hoax, right? Like, he's trying to make this whole, like, magical revolution. I, guess, I don't know. Like, they were just in disguise, you know? Like, we know that Violet Monk is, like, an actual person of interest. We've been looking at. I did hear this terrible yeah. rumor at my bridge club. Oh, really? That there was some kind of plan going on where there was some kind of some sort of dastardly deed. Yeah? Orb underneath the city. <laughs> an Have orb? you ever seen an, an orb? An orb. I mean, I've never seen one, but I've heard I've of seen, them. I mean, I've seen orb. Like it's just like a round thing. Oh, my yes. mother was really into the book of round things. <laughs> It's a great book. It was on, yeah. uh, you know, that elf that has that talk show. Oh, it was, of course, It was yes. in her book club. Elf, elf and, and DeGeneres. DeGeneres. <laughs> hey. Great minds. Boom. Right on, right on. No, yeah, I mean... Uh, do you reckon like they're hiding out down in the sewers? Is that like... Oh, I, just, I feel like you're leading me somewhere, you know, and I like it. I just... You know, it keeps me up at night, like... Like I said, I'm not much longer for this world. Right, and like I put right. my hands on like Elsie's shoulder. <laughs> she has single yeah. tears. She has many tears. He's like, he's like, got his arm out, <laughs> so that you can and like carry. I'm leaning like a yeah. lot of my weight on him. Nice. And I'm like, I just, I really want my, I really want to know that my kids and my, and my family are yes. going to be safe after. Right. And yeah, of course, I just, course. I'm just really worried that like the one of the most beautiful parts of the city. The cisterns will be destroyed. I mean, sanitation is just everything in a place like this, you know. Oh, it, oh I, I have I have a daughter who works in sanitation, oh, right. cool, um, cool. and it's all she talks about. Nice. Uh, cool. Here's not one. You're chatting. Uh, so you guys, if as long as you guys are sort of leading him in the direction that you actually want to go. He's sort of following along and not. Yeah, I'm kind of hoping that I can twigging. like make him into like think like, oh, maybe she's full of shit, and then maybe there'll be an <laughs> orb. And he's like, what Whoa! the fuck, an orb? Cool. Uh, we cut back to mitochondria. You run down the corridor underneath the Colosseum. You've deposited this elven warlock, and see the dragonborn guard you left before at 
one of the larger doors which you think leads into the sort of main under arena and he's just kind of like got his shoulder up against it he says miss it's barred i can't get through all right well i keep running and until i barge into the door myself i'll let you make an athletics check for this oh dear that's 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 a two cool that's a natural two you take three points of bludgeoning damage (laughs) as you crash into this iron i will uh, i tried (laughs) um i'll let you make an insight check off of your hitting of the door to try to figure (laughs) out like what kind of locked this door is <laughs> based on my bruise. based on your bounce 18 nice it feels like it's barred from the other side oh that would explain where bounced off yeah. really it's like oh yeah, well, god helps you off <laughs> that was that awkward was, i was very brave i think yeah um, just don't tell anybody no of course <laughs> <laughs> all right well is there any other way into this room there's, we- there's another entrance on the other side. I just got a mental image of like it's barred. You just like stick a credit card through and just go. <laughs> <laughs> just knock it up on the other side. Uh, uh, you're not that well equipped. Uh, is it vented? Can I get into the ceiling? Um, all right, well. Well, I mean, you can get in from the main arena, like, but obviously we can't do that because there's a race happening. But we could go around and check one of the other doors for sure. All right, well, how about you do that and I'll run through the arena and we'll try and get into it anywhere in the, we can. I mean, like, there's a big. Like, the arena opens. Aye. And, but, like, there are events happening. I don't mind. And they won't. I don't mind making a scene. All right. (laughs) I'll try the other doors. What? Uh... Okay. <laughs> Runs off. I love how malleable maintaining the um, the reputation of your household is. It's very important <laughs> to me. It's very important. Uh, okay, you head back up. Please describe how you make your entrance onto the arena floor as the chariot race is underway. I'm just running. I'm just running through and I climb over the fence and I keep running until I get to there. Cool. Unfortunately, there's probably going to be things in the way, but I don't care because yeah. I'm on my mission. Uh, please make an acrobatics check to avoid <laughs> getting run over. 11. All right, I won't let you get, like, hit by a chariot on an 11. Bring it. Run <laughs> fully run over. Uh, but, yeah, you vault over the fence. <laughs> there's these horse-drawn chariots. They could be drawn by other things than horses with established already that there are giant fuzzy horses it's gonna say giant it's, fuzzy it's the fuzzy chariot race this Yay. isn't the main event so now i'm just imagining chari- the- chariots being drawn by tribbles yeah so she's hit by a fuzzy horse it's like to bounce off it feels really plush um there's a big sort of wow what's going on the crowd's like whoa champion streak um and yeah, there's a voice going, oh, it seems Matakan, somebody has appeared on the field. You sort of cross the rings. Obviously, it's only only the outer ring is actually got stuff going on and the inner circle is just bare. I guess there are f- a few more privileged seats in there and like the pit stops. And of course, our friend Peter Piper up on the main stage announcing the race. All right. And as I'm running, I'm obviously getting a lot of attention as I'm running. Yeah. Everyone's like, to me, guards, to me, guards, <laughs> I need some attention. Bring all your guards, guards, to me. Uh, okay. <laughs> the guards will definitely be coming to you. <laughs> as they <laughs> What are they going to do when they get there? Do you want to make a persuasion check to rally the boys? The girls too. Why you set heaven? <laughs> a bunch of guards like do run over and be like, "Hey, well, stop! Stop! What are you doing? Come, yeah. What are you doing?" <laughs> you notice that the house hot fire box is no longer empty, and 
there's a bit of a what the fuck are you doing SEMA 4 flags going on. <laughs> Get the fuck out of the ring. Um, as your mum and dad look down on this bizarre spectacle that you're creating. Lads and ladies, there's been a kidnapping attempt. There's been a kidnapping attempt on my life and I'm trying to get, I'm trying to hunt him down. Lads, come to me, come to me. They, uh, yeah, half a dozen guards sort of appear. Most of the others stop at the edge of the ring. They're not going to cross a live horse race. Horses. And they're like, hey, please, what are you doing? It's, uh, (laughs) one of the dwarven guards goes, all right, miss, all right, miss, uh, fun time's over. Let's get you back up to the Lord's box and see if we can get you another glass of wine. All right, yeah, okay, Don't you patronize me, you cretin. There's no need to cause any trouble. We're not trying to, let's not. All right, if you're not going to see reason, I'll find the kidnapper myself and I'll have you fired by the end of the night. And I just keep running. Uh, you get to the middle of the arena and the mechanism that kind of opens the floor is on the other side, like in the underside. So there's kind of like a bit of a crack in the ground, in the sand of the ground, which you might be able to jam into. But otherwise, there's no actual way to open the floor from this side. The door that you're standing on is probably maybe like 30 feet across. Basically, it allows the whole thing to open up. Um, okay. To allow more stuff to be going in underneath or for something underneath to come up. But the guard who, he said that there was an entry into that room from this way. Yeah, he said like way. the floor opened oh. from on okay. the other side, so... All right, well, I'm going to try and get one of my javelins and shove it down the <laughs> hole to jam it open. All right, cool. Vase, make a uh, sleight of hand check. I really should have gotten more dexterity. 12, so uh, 13. Cool. You break one of your javelins off. God damn it. Trying to jimmy into this floor. <laughs> the guards are sort of continuing to look more and more confused. Oh, 15. At least one of them is kind of like, guys, I don't know. She was trying, like, someone was trying to kidnap the champion. There's a warlock, like, locked up downstairs and sort of starts to tell the guards that there's something going on and that you're not I'm sure just, they listen to him. Well, I mean, you could be just drunk off your tits <laughs> as far as they're concerned. You're just, like, running around screaming about shit trying to open up the floor. It's like, get yeah, this, this horse yeah, out of the way. This kidnaps happen. Um, javelin. I just don't like horses. <laughs> she's like, uh, one of them says, it's easier to get in from the other side. We should try from the underside. We should try to get in from the Alright, I've got someone there who's trying that now. I just want to make sure we're trying all of the opportunities available to me, obviously. Um, Yeah. At that point, the race wraps up. Peter Piper goes, Alright! Please, the winner! Giant fuzzball number six! Woo! Um... And so just oh, bounce. Fuzzball! fuzzball. Um, That's my favourite fuzzball! That's, oh, it's, it's so good, look at it roll! Oh, look at it, it's fluffy, fluffy, oh yeah! And Piper comes down and goes, hey, mitochondria, what's going on? What's the. Uh... I, uh, there was a kidnapping attempt. I was trying to find out where my brother was, and look, I'm sick of explaining, I'm wasting time here. Can, can you help me or not? We've got to try and get through the room. There's, the... there's a room underneath, underneath oh, under... this trap door, yeah. Um, I mean, it's sealed up. Aye, that's the problem. Yeah, there's under Thick Boy's orders, it's all like there's a whole surprise apparently at the end of the festival, so like oh, they, they're really? not letting anybody in. Um, well, on my orders, we're going to let people in. Uh, I'm not willing to try and allow the surprise to happen because obviously the surprise is not going to be a good one. Okay, I'm sorry, i got to get back to the thing. You just... The f- uh, your, your dad's coming down. <laughs> Go talk to him. Now I'm scared. <laughs> Run! Um, he sort of, like, comes back up to the thing. He's like, ladies and gentlemen, sorry, uh, Miss Heartfire. Ladies and gentlemen, the champion <sighs> making a, a surprise return appearance is p- definitely nothing to be alarmed about. You, you guys chill out there in your seats. Nothing is afoot. And <laughs> you can get back 
to the sort of edge of the arena and back to the doorway with your guards as <laughs> booming familiar voice goes, Mitochondria, what are you doing here? What's going on there? As Reginald shows up with a kobold in tow. Father, there's there's been a, an, an, a, a situation right. that... Uh, oh, fuck it. I was going to get kidnapped by this old croon. We've, what? we've managed to, to make her... Uh, not a problem, but there is a problem. There is going to be... I'm sorry. I'm, can I talk to you in private? Not in front of all of these people. All right, right. Give us the room. Give us the room now. And just everyone just clears out and you're left in this little antechamber. Daddy. Yeah. Look, there. I think Timothy's in with a really bad sort and uh, I believe Thick Boy uh, has has something to do with it. Now, Thick Boy has, has... Now, listen, hear me out. You told me to take responsibility, and right, I am... Yep, I'm listening. Thick Boy has cordoned off that trap door, and the room underneath is yes. not letting anybody in. Right. He's locked it down for some sort of surprise, but I think it's got to do with the Violet Monk. Uh, I think it has something to do with these rat people, and I really think that if that door opens at Thick Boy's behest, there's going to be some shit going down. Right. Uh, you know what? I love it. All right. Let's go check it out then, eh? Thank you, Daddy. Right. Barred from the other side, right? How do we get in there? <laughs> All right, you guys, get me a battering ram right fucking now. Battering ram? Why did I think of a battering ram? <laughs> you just tie a bunch of cobbles together. <laughs> just one giant thought, See, that's why I love you, Daddy. <laughs> you know what? This is cool, this is cool. He gets back down, his guards, half a dozen guards show up with a big old log. You uh, re-arrive at the door to the under-stadium. He goes, uh, all right, yeah, you two get off this. This is ours, all right? He grabs one side and shoes the guard off of the front of the battering ram for yourself. And says, all right, yes. hope there's something on the other side of this door. Otherwise, it would be really embarrassing. It really but, would be. Yeah, fun neither way, right? Yes. All right. Uh, please make strength check. One, a la two, three, heave. 14, and that's 18. Cool. Papa gets a 12 and enough guards that you... I'm stronger than cranks. my daddy. Uh, I'm stronger than my daddy. Give it a second hit and the, and the oh, girl yeah. gives way by an inch or two and a sort of skunky smell and a bit of a gleam appears through the crack in the door. And Is on it the a third cheese swing, smell? <laughs> it's a cheesy, cheesy smell. Boom! The door flies open and... This sickly violet glow is cast over you as you see in this sort of 60-foot round chamber a large glowing orb. An orb? An orb. An orb. <laughs> An orb. Don't touch the orb. Don't touch the orb. Are you going to touch it? I'm going to touch the orb. I'm going to touch the orb. <laughs> I love touching orbs. Uh, in front of the orb is a figure in a violet robe and about a dozen other rat folk just milling about in the room or like looking towards the door with weapons out yeah daddy I, th- I, th- I think it's time to battle right I suppose we should just game on for initiative then eh? game on Alrighty. um how many how many guards are on the battering ram with us uh there are six other guards down here alright well. boys flank us let's go form up daddy rolls a four twenty no I can't read the dice. Sorry, 16. Nice. You guys sort of drop the ram, make to pull your weapon out down the room. So it's about 30 feet away. So visible enough without you being very close. The violet hood turns and you see 
your brother a very tense expression on his face as he reaches into a little mechanism and flips a switch. The orb pulsates with bright violet light. I would like... Uh, for you, Elizabeth, to tell me, on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the most important person in the city, what is mitochondria's social status? From 1 to 10, one 10 to being ten. the most? The most important person at 10, the least important person at 1. Where do you... 7. 7? Cool. I need you to make a charisma saving throw on a DC 15, which is to say you have to be at a 15 in order for this not to fuck you up. 13 on the die. So that is 17. Nice. This violet energy waves through the room. You feel this kind of sickly disorientating vibration in your body, but you sort of hold firm. Daddy, if you're a seven, where's Reginald, do you think? Oh, he's ten. He's the most important person? Amongst other leaders. Amongst other leaders. Um, Reginald does the full... Grabs his ears. He sort of cries out. Little trickle of blood starts coming out of of the corner of his mouth as he drops to his knees. Daddy! There are half a dozen Daddy! Come and you prick! Um, I'm going to give these guards, what, a DC 13? Uh, two go down. Uh-huh. One goes. So half of the guards are fully incapacitated in a similar fashion. Oh, Christ. And the rats all going, yeah! And charge. You got a decent initiative there. I think it's your action. So I'm taking one of my javelins and I am aiming at the orb. I will say as well, because this is a 60-foot diameter chamber and the orb is in the middle, it is within your movement of 30 feet. You oh, could just it? walk up and smash it. You'd be Screw walking it. I'm up gonna next go to Timothy. The, I'm going to go for the warhammer then. I'm it. warhammer and smash it then. Cool. Make an attack roll. You charge up. Natural 7. 13. 13 is enough to hit. Obviously, this thing isn't exactly very um, agile or necessarily armoured. It's a question of how much damage you can do as to whether or not it causes any ill effect. So please roll damage. 10. 10 is just enough to sort of start damaging. You hit the orb and there's this resounding doing as the vibration intensifies you notice a little bit of a crack in this crystalline surface but otherwise no severe change Mm. Mm. Ah, so you're now in the middle of the room with a whole bunch of rat folk it's just another Saturday (laughs) Uh, Timothy voices up and says get them covered and a couple of the rat men break towards you Uh, a whole bunch run towards the guards and basically attempt to drag them into the room so there were 24 and there are eight of you guys so that's Three apiece. Mm-hmm. The unconscious guys only need two. Um, <laughs> so, enough to grab one guard. Oh, lots of one ones fights enough. valiantly, enough to grab the third. So, the three guards who weren't incapacitated, uh, two are sort of like fully grabbed and bags on their heads and grabbing, grabbing their arms and sort of like they're kneeled and beaten and dragged inside. One is kind of like trying to hold the door and gives a couple of good sock on the jaw. The other two and your father are grabbed and dragged inside. Mm-hmm. And for you... Um, I don't like that many dice uh-uh. being rolled. I'm going to let you use basically a passive athletics. Okay. So they need to get a 16 against you mm-hmm. with plus two in order to kind of pin you down. And I need more than one success. Only one of them actually succeeds. So a bunch of grubby, ratty paws of various shapes and sizes grab you. One has like a hands on your wall hammer but the others they're not able to get your mouth or your head or your arms or your legs properly pinned down um timothy is going to turn to you 
you sort of, it's hard to get a beat on what's going on because there's so much going on, but he turns to you and you, like, there's a change in this guy. The swagger and wistfulness of the brother you knew is just gone. His eyes are red, bloodshot, his tense, his jaw is clenched, his lips are twitching. There's a slightest tinge of violet working its way into his draconic irises. As he raises a claw to you, it crackles with electricity. Timmy, what are you doing? Ah, Shut up, you selfish bitch! And he tries to grab you with this lightning hand. Timmy, what are you doing? 13 is not going to get you, so we move on. That makes it the orb's turn. Shit, the I need orb you gets to make turn. <laughs> another charisma saving throw as this energy is continuing to affect you. Uh, 10. 10 is not a 15. No, it's the not. The orb's radiation just like sh- is shaking you to your core, making you sick and Timmy! unwell. You are suffering essentially from the poisoned condition. You're very nauseous. You have disadvantage on all of your rolls this turn. And for the three guts still standing, one goes down. But it was not the one guy at the door. He's still going, oh, fuck this. What is going on? What have we gotten ourselves into? Oh. Do not think this is representative of the hot fire family. Yeah. Um... Oh my god, what a champion. Like, a whole bunch of extra rats, all the rats that were dragging the unconscious bodies inside before, like, go and try to get this guy. <laughs> He's just like, fuck you! Oh, I like this, this guy. one dwarf just holding off the horde. He's a good He's one. definitely a mugwort, come on. <laughs> um, <laughs> my son! Get me out of here! Um, cool. Uh, mitochondria, you are disorientated, woozy. There are hands all over you. Um... I'm going to... Oh, Jesus, there's not much I can do, really, except try and get these people off of me, because can't really attack an orb if they've got no. four rat now, men on me. Yeah, they were pretty shit with their rolls. So while you are grappled, which changes your movement speed to zero, you're not effectively restrained enough to prevent you. You could swing at that orb if you wanted to ignore them. Uh, yeah, without well, penalty. Well, yeah, that's what I'm going to try and do then. Okay. And can I cast Divine Smite as I'm doing it? You could totally try to smite the orb. I'm going yeah. to try and smite the orb. Smite the orb. It's a three. <laughs> Damn it. Unfortunately, uh, with an armor class yeah. of the nine is not going to hit. You sort of go to swing, but again, one of the rats kind of pushes you and your hammer catches like the brass reinforcing thing that's kind of holding the orb in place. Mm. It's got this four um, arms around the top and it dings off. So what happens when I'm trying to smite and um, I'll If you don't hit, roll? you don't use the spell up. Okay, so, so I, you, I still yeah. have it. Okay, cool. Cool. Uh, uh, rats are going to make fucking shitloads of attacks on you. <laughs> um, too many dice yeah. in your hand right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my god! Uh, against a 16. Oh. There's a nat 20. No. There it is. Um, the others still like can't fucking get you down, but one of them yet yeah, grabs you and gets the hammer out of your hands and a bunch of others. How come uh, Onion pile almost on. dies every episode? Someone <laughs> <laughs> dies head first into the fight without thinking about it. <laughs> Aye, it might be uh, a tactics problem. <laughs> um, the real question is, does this one guard get away? Come on! <laughs> underdog um, for the win! Underdog for the win. He passes his saving throw against the orb. Attaboy. Um, full surround means eight attacks. Nice. Um, these rats are just piling him. All of the others are dragged inside, and it's just him. There's a 16 and a 20 oh, and a 19. Oh. And he gets bundled up and yanked inside, and they close the doors and try to get... My son! Go, no! Thank What's you! Going on? <laughs> um, we fade to black. <laughs> 
Back in the sewer. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, back at the sewer. I'm having a lovely day. Name him now so I can put him in my book. Frankie. Frankie. Frankie the guard. Cool. You guys are wandering through the sewer. You reckon you're like right where you're trying to get to. I'll say there's a there's a point here where this guard is kind of trying to loop you back around essentially he's like you've seen what you need to see and there's a point where you could go left or right and you know you need to go right to get to where you think the cistern is and he kind of wants you to go left because it gets you back to the main sort of thoroughfare and the excursion will be over right and does elsie know how far from that turn is where we want to check out Uh, very close not more than okay can we can i just pretend to like have a fall like right past the turn and distract him while Elsie goes and have up the coast and has a look. Sure, hell yeah. Um, make a deception check. I've helped me have fallen and I can't get up. Um, I'll give you an advantage because he definitely cares about your health and well-being at this point. That's uh, a six and a 15. Nice. But I think I have a minus one. That's okay. His passive insight is not enough for him to uh, oh, no, beat a 14. Oh, no. My legs, they oh, just... Miss. Oh, they just went... Oh, oh, really? oh I don't think I'm, I'm... I have much time left in this world. <laughs> no, please don't leave me. <laughs> don't leave me. <laughs> um, oh, I've become a surrogate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he sort of like tries to like get you to sit down on a little pipe. And... Oh, I've gone like dead weight. Yeah, fuck Like yeah. I'm not helping him at all. Oh, I'm, okay. like, I'm like, you know when you're fighting with your siblings and they're trying to drag you somewhere so you just go flop? I'll I'm, get you. I'm doing that. Fucking fireman carries you. Uh, Elsie, <laughs> what are you doing as this distraction occurs? I... I'm going to leg it. Just <laughs> run. Uh, all right. Tell you what. That stealth roll. High, sorry. Eight. Plus five, apparently. Thirteen. It's enough to just sort of like get out from underneath him and zip off. Let's see if he can kind of spot which direction you're running in. Eleven. He's sort of like trying to like fireman carry you and it's like, I'll get you out. And he turns around and you've got like fucked off. And he's like, no, little girl, you can't be down here by yourself. No. Oh, oh I start is... wailing. I'm like, you, we can't leave her down oh, here. I'll follow. We have to go after him. <laughs> All right. He's just like carrying you on his shoulders, running after Elsie. I'm enjoying the rest, to be it's honest. Yeah, I'm just enjoying time it. Off your feet. Does he... Like, wait, Am I facing towards the crotch or the ass? Um, <laughs> you're definitely facing towards the ass. Yeah. How is his ass? Um, out of it's 10. It's roll for ass. Oh uh, roll a d10 roll to ass. give him roll for ass out of 10. One out it's of a 10. One. It's it not is a great AF. <laughs> not a great ass. Uh, and the armor, like it's not, like you said, he's not really rich, so the armor isn't very well fitting. Just a, oh, a really okay. long butt crack. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you're looking at right now. Elsie, soon you arrive yes. at the cistern. Yeah. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Wait, the orbs in the other thing, The orb right? is no longer there. Yeah, okay, cool. Breaks. I was just checking there's not, like, two orbs yeah, or something. You slide out of this um, little pipe passageway. There's this big chamber devoid of the violet glow. Most of the shantytown has disbanded, but there are still remnants of the civilization left. There are a bunch of tents and, like, lean-tos. Are there any rat and, men still? Uh, you don't see any rat men, but there are probably almost 100 people still here. Oh, just like, just hanging. people. Like, actual... Yeah. This was a whole shanty down, a whole like village yeah. of vagabonds. Sure. Oh, we're needing a and guard there. Here. That's unfortunate. And they're like, Ooh. currently your presence is unnoticed, but you can hear the child. What are you doing? Chunk, well, chunk, chunk, chainmail guard running towards you. As the orb isn't there, I need to get some information from yep. these people. So what I do, I go on the plinth I, that the orb used to be on. Ooh. I crawl up on the plinth, and then I yell at the top of my voice. Yo, people! <laughs> they all sort of lean around and a bunch of guys. Oh, what's that? Oh, I need you to oh, tell hey. me something. I need you to tell me something fast. 
West is that kid? Oh, I'm gone. Orbs at the stadium, kid. What are you doing? At this point, the guard arrives in the area and goes, what the fuck? And I say... A bunch of people go, look, it's the cops. She fucking led the cops here. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Let me tell you. What does the orb do? Tell me, tell me now, or, or the guard will kill you all! You pig, pig feeder! <laughs> um, tell I need me! You to make a persuasion check with disadvantage. Mm, what's that mean? Uh, it means you need to roll twice and pick the lowest because the people are not happy that you've brought the authorities to them. Uh, nine. Six. Okay. With your persuasion, that makes Pulse. 12. Um, they're sort of like, everybody run! What the fuck? It's the cops! They all, like, the whole town just, like, starts disbanding in a rush. And that is where we'll end. <gasps> session. No! <laughs> what? The penultimate <laughs> sesh of the adventure has concluded. We'll find out next time. <gasps> What this orb is all about and whether or not Timothy will get his grand finale. Thank you all so much for listening. I'm Damien Ashcroft. Please thank my co-players. <laughs> Elizabeth Savage. Carolina Furman. And Ashley Bletchenden. That's all, that's folks. Song. But that's all, folks. Go touch an orb of your own. <laughs> Go make your own book of rounds. <laughs> this is an orb-friendly Thank you again for listening to Cerelia. Please throw down those good reviews. Check out our Patreon and our Instagram with Cerelia Podcast, all one word. And join us next week for that final double length episode of season one. Thank you and catch you next time.